Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Todd Cheek coming at you with another episode of Living Your Best Life. And of course, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for joining in this afternoon or morning or evening, wherever you are, uh, whenever you are watching this episode here. Of course, what we do in our show is we invite professionals on to talk about what they do and how what they do is contributing to a uh, a healthier society, a wealthier society, or just a better society in general. And uh, so we go out and we you know, find these professionals that are doing just that, helping people live their best lives. Today, we have an awesome uh, lady that's going to be joining us. Uh, she is a, a new term that I just learned, a cancer coach. And I thought that was pretty interesting because this is my first time hearing that. Uh, but she's also a nutrition coach. And I think those two definitely, you know, can, uh, you you know, merge because I think if you are, if you know someone that's going through cancer, you probably either know the challenges or or, or, or observing those challenges that they're dealing with. And you do need that support. And that's what she does. She's an awesome coach that's helping people uh, deal with the challenges of cancer, but also helping them with the nutritional component while they're going through the cancer uh, uh, challenges. So listen, get in contact with this lady, Miss. Uh, Zareda uh, Morales. She's out of the New York, New Jersey area, up in that northern area. Uh, please do reach out to her because she's doing some great things. So like the button or like the whatever down there, uh, click the like or what have you. Share this information with as many people that you know that are dealing with uh, uh, this issue because uh, people need the support. So before we get on to the show, uh, this uh, shows a uh, promo that we're doing this week because I think as we all are hopefully getting uh, older, uh, that we can get older or uh, age gracefully. And so that's the one thing that I'm really hoping that I can do and hope that I am doing through exercise and hopefully eating better and things like that. Uh, but at the same time, too, is correct and proper supplementation is a must. Okay. So the promo this week, everyone, is four three. You're going to see it in the commercial. Um, we want to make sure that you're getting the antioxidants and the really good antioxidants in your body because bottom line, if you're breathing, yes, you need antioxidants. Okay. If you're getting older, yes, you need antioxidants. But also the core three uh, is really uh, three uh, supplementations. You have an antioxidant called OPC3. You have what's called, everyone's talking about it right now. It's called NADS and magnesium to help you sleep uh, better throughout the night uh, where we're talking about quality sleep. So check out the commercial, everyone. Um, and you get a really, really, really good special. It's a really good price on it. Um, and uh, I'll see you on the other side of the commercial. Remember, okay, get in contact with Zoreta. Uh, Morales, and uh, we'll go from there. But once again, I'll see you on the other side of the commercial. And you guys, take care now. Bye bye. Maintaining a healthy sleep, fitness, and diet routine can be challenging as we juggle life's demands and stressors. Introducing Core Three Health: Restore, Rebuild, and Reset. It's the solution to promote healthy cellular function and align your sleep and energy cycles with your busy life. Step one, restore. Kickstart your day with Isotonics OPC3 and Isotonics Magnesium, supporting energy, mental balance, and productivity. Step two, rebuild. Maintain cellular regeneration, healthy aging, and metabolism with Prime NAD+. Step three, reset with Isotonics Magnesium for better sleep and balanced neurotransmitters. In a world filled with distractions and chaos, find balance with Core 3 Health to restore, rebuild, and reset. The most valuable thing you have is you.
So welcome back, everybody. So listen, take advantage of our latest promo, okay? So please take advantage of that. So like I said, everyone, welcome to the show, Living Your Best Life. And of course, we're talking with an awesome lady that I had the opportunity to meet uh, online. And I had the opportunity to listen to her story. And so we're going to be talking about today a serious topic. And if you if you aren't dealing with cancer, um, I know that you know someone that's prob- that probably is. And we want to discuss this today because her story is so powerful and so uh, uh, I would say motivational that it when I listened to it it brought me to tears and uh, so I know that anyone out there that's dealing with the struggle of cancer or knows someone that's dealing with the, with the issue of, with the issue of cancer you're going to be uh, definitely impacted by her story this is Miss Mrs. Zoraida Morales this afternoon coming to living your best life and I want to say thank you once again for just being you know just coming and hanging out with me for a few minutes today. Oh, Todd, it is my pleasure. Thank you so much for wanting to hear my story. Um, You were a great listener and um, the time went by so fast. And I thank you. I thank you for helping me share this because there's a lot of people out there that do not know that you can live the life you want to live. That you can live a life by design, not default. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that that's for everyone, right? But for those who want it, yeah, you can attempt it. Wow, wow, wow. So, you know, what I want the audience to know right quick is, of course, your background, but also what you do with regards to not only being a cancer coach, which is a very unique uh, title. I've never heard of that before. So, thank you for that. Uh, but also you're a nutrition coach helping people just, get, you know, live their best life through the challenge, you know, that they're going through nutrition wise. And that's so important. So I would love for you to kind of like start there, just sharing with the world and everyone that's listening here about, you know, you being a cancer coach and also the nutrition coach and how they do merge. Oh, thank you for that. Um, you know, um, I've always eaten healthy, but when I got my cancer diagnosis, um, I came to the realization, um, especially after my oncologist said, you need to change your eating habits. I had no idea what that meant. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, you, you know what, Sarita, um, um, up your up level, your your nutrition. I had no idea what that meant. And it took me years to really understand that. My interpretation is that I needed to improve my mental, physical, and spiritual nutrition. Mm. And, you know, that in in my emotions, in my fitness, in my relationships with food, movement, spirituality, mm-hmm. and lifestyle. Mm. So mm. I don't know how, what he thought it meant, but <laughs> that's my interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, and that is so important. And that's another thing that I didn't touch on that, you know, we went a little bit into the spiritual part of who you are. And that is a huge foundation. Very huge for me. I would say probably why you are where you are today. Oh, totally. Totally. I would never have been able to make the shift from an investment banking administrative manager to a nutrition 
cancer coach without the spirituality portion. Mm -hmm. I get it now. Mm, 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 mm. So let's go back and, you know, a little bit in your history, you know, uh, because you're out of the awesome uh, state of New York, but even yeah. better than that, you're out of like the, you know, New York City area and all that, uh, you know. Yes. And so, you know, we, uh, I, in, in my time in New York City, and I do miss it, you know, some parts of it anyway, and all. But <laughs> let's go back in history because I just found that, you know, your, your childhood was rather unique also. And uh, you, you know, that typical New York, you know, that hard life. And I would love, you know, for people just to learn a little bit about who Zareda is and uh, let them get to know you even on a deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't always have the life that I'm living now. You know, I was born into a life of poverty. I mm -hmm. was born and raised in the South Bronx and in generations of poverty mm -hmm. coming from Puerto Rico, um, Portugal. I mean, you know, my ancestry and I, I've been working on that. Um, and researching it for the last 15 years comes from Cameroon, Senegal, uh, mm. Portugal, Spain, France, Native American. So, you know, my background, when I look at it, my ancestral background, it consists of slaves, slave owners, mm. Mm -hmm. rape, mm -hmm. incense, bad behavior, abandonment. And so here I am, you know, born in the 60s in the South Bronx, and I, I could tell you, I don't know if I mentioned this story, but um, here I am about five, five years old and I'm around the corner from where I live. And in the 60s, you could do that, right? You could actually as a yeah. kid, you could just go around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And my grandmother lived, you know, in that neighborhood. So I'm walking and um, I see my I see my father and mm -hmm. he is holding hands with a woman. And mm -hmm. this woman is not my mother. But she and my mother both have this big belly. Now, I'm five mm -hmm. years old, and I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. But I'm the oldest of four, and I, you know, I was daddy's little girl, and I'm going, poppy, poppy, right? And he totally ignores me, and he mm -hmm. just walks right by me, like in a, you know, it, almost like in a Scorsese movie in black and white. Mm -hmm. And that was the moment he broke my heart. Mm -hmm. I, wow. And I didn't really know, I couldn't verbalize it, but I knew that my heart was broken. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, my, I mean, I don't know all the details. My mother could tell you more, but in the seventies, my mother was on welfare with four mm -hmm. children under 10 working during the day and going to college at night because she knew, oh, and no child support either because he abandoned us. He literally started a family while he had a family. So he just abandoned us and that was it. I've ne I never saw him again until, until last year, which is another story. Yeah. And so- Wait, how many years, I'm sorry, how many years is that? Because that's like- It's 53 years. 53 years. Yeah. It's crazy. I had to I had to stop you on that one because I had to like yeah. hope somebody knows the math because I'm yeah. terrible at math. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. The good thing 
because I don't want to, I don't want to digress. But the good thing was that because I had done so much work on myself, on my mm -hmm. spirituality, which has is my foundation, and then the mental and physical portion, that when I met him, my seven year old self was didn't take it personal. My seven-year-old self said, I feel sorry for him. I forgive him because he didn't know what he didn't know. Mm -hmm. And his actions do not reflect on me. Now, granted, I've had to do a lot of work in order to say those things and feel those things. And I actually, uh, to make a long story short, um, I just finished making uh, funeral arrangements for him because my, my two sisters are now the power of attorneys um for him and so it's because he is 82 years old and he has dementia um we're, we're ready we're getting ready and you know I, I guess we all have forgiven him mm -hmm. for what for what transpired and so yeah and so I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to it hurt don't get me wrong my heart was broken when I saw him I mean I, I you know it brought back all those feelings but because I am somewhat, I don't know if I'm 100% healed. I was able to forgive him. And so I didn't feel it in my body the way I felt it years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference. Yeah. I don't feel yeah. that angst in my body anymore. Yeah. And so I'm able to move on. Now, did he meet you in the, the, the part of your post uh cancer you know or during your your post your your cancer issue i met him after uh while in remission because I, i'm celebrating 28 months in remission awesome. after 13 okay. years of taking chemotherapy 13 years 13 years you are a warrior <laughs> yeah i feel like a warrior Actually, I feel like a thriver now. Okay. Because now I feel like I'm thriving. You know, as uh -huh. a warrior, I was being more reactive, right? Mm -hmm. I was fighting mm -hmm. for my life. Um, and, you know, I had a three and a six-year-old who I wanted to see grow up. Mm -hmm. But now it's 15 years later since I've gotten the diagnosis. And I'm now, it's now that I'm beginning in 2023 is when I started to feel like a thriver. Like, mm. okay, I'm more responsive, not as reactive. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, that totally makes sense. And that's, you know, two words that I always, you know, uh, speak, you know, when I'm speaking with people sometimes, you know, being responsive to being reactive. And you have two options here. You know how you respond to a situation, how you react to a situation. So you know what that's all about. Yes. And uh, thank you for that because, like I said, I was wondering what your thoughts were, uh, uh, and the differences were was you know between being a warrior and a thriver. And so that breaks it down perfectly. Thanks for that. Well, thank and you for also, the question because I never thought about it until you asked me. So, <laughs> so now I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to be quick, you know, your feet here, you know, so awesome. But it's not a download, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but mm -hmm. that, like I said, you know, so we didn't talk about that. I didn't know that from the first time that I spoke about you. So like I said, your life story is just 
unfolding, you know, as I, you know, as we speak more and more and more, and the more I hear about your life's journey, the more I impress with who you are today and all, because, you know, so many people, and we haven't even gotten to the point where now you're hit with cancer. You know, we haven't even gotten to that point yet. So now you're dealing with, you know, a, a home of growing up and not having any connection and or contact with your father. And already that void is already there. And so that's a challenge for so many people to overcome. And still they're trying to deal with those things today. And so, like I said, we haven't even touched on, you know, the cancer part. And as I've learned and listened to your story, it's one thing after the other but once again, I'm looking at you today and I want everyone to look at this lady as, you know, today, right now, because another thing is this, you've heard, you heard her say uh, in the sixties, right? And what does that tell you? Most people, <laughs> and I was blown away <laughs> when she told me her age. Now she doesn't have to, you know, share it here, but that's up to her. But I just can't like give you an idea. When she said that, you know, born in the 60s, that should already tell you, you know, that she's not the 40 year old person that you might be thinking you are looking at right now. <laughs> so, but you've taken such yeah. good, care, good care of yourself and congratulations on that. Well, you know yeah. what? Um, I can take a little bit of credit for it. Uh, my family has great genes, by the way. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, but I, I, I do take really good care of myself. And now is that it's 2024, I'm going to be celebrating my 61st birthday. Look at that. There we go, everyone. She laid it out there for you. And so there is definitely uh, uh, always hope and possibilities of just overcoming. And that's the main thing that I you know, wanted everyone to take away today. Uh, so like I said, we're moving up from your, 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 your childhood and we're going to skip a few years um, and, and, Deal with when you got the word uh, about cancer, which was what, around what year was that? Wow. So I was recovering from surgery and I was three months immobile when I got the diagnosis that I had cancer. And mm -hmm. so I'm about to... I'm about to start a, a new job search because um, I was working for for Morgan Stanley as an administrative manager, and I was having my third surgery, and I I had this feeling, you know, you just your intuition, mm -hmm. and like they're trying they're, they're trying to phase me out, right? Because mm -hmm. you know. Corporate America likes people who are healthy and can give them 20 hour days. Mm -hmm. And I used to work 10, 12 hour days, but you know, I couldn't. And so, it, you know, it's, it's November, no, it's October. And I say, okay, it's time to get an annual physical. I'll do this before my job search. And I go to the doctor and the doctor, you know, he's known me for a few years and basically we're just catching up and talking about our mm -hmm. children while mm -hmm. I'm taking, you know, this blood work and he's taking all this information. And he calls me the next day and he goes, Sarada, um, are you not, are you feeling okay? Um, your white levels are really through the roof. Um, and I said, well, you know, I'm a bit run down. I have a three-year-old, I have a six-year-old. I, I work 10 hour days. I work in investment banking. 
um, I have a family, a home, you know, there's a lot going on. So I'm always run down. Mm -hmm. um, so he's like, come by the next day and have some blood work. Well, the numbers tripled. I went back the following day, the numbers tripled again. Now that's not a good sign right there, but I'm not a doctor. I don't know that. By the fourth day, he says, look, I need you to go see a um, hematologist, anyone, just pick, just go to the nearest one. Um, and I'm saying to him, what are you looking for? Because now my intuition is telling me something's not right. And this is a huge, big deal, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Right. And I'm an optimistic person. And he's like, I think you have, and I can't remember the word he said, but it wasn't anything with cancer, mm -hmm. but I knew it was going to be something big. So I lived in Sayreville, New Jersey, in the suburbs. And I went to someone who was around the corner, someone I've never met. And so I, I make an appointment and I have some blood work done. Two tubes. 30 minutes later, she sits me down. Now I don't know this woman. And she mm -hmm. says, you have chronic myeloid leukemia. And I scheduled mm -hmm. you for a bone marrow biopsy on Monday. And I look at her yeah. and I'm like, what? And she just repeated it very stoically. And I said, you have the wrong chart. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't, I'm not the person you should be giving this news to. Because, you know, I was like, there's no way this is happening to me. And she said, this was a Friday. And she goes, you're scheduled for a bone marrow biopsy. And I almost, I think I almost cursed at her. I can't remember, but I know she got scared. Because mm. <laughs> I was like, you've got it all wrong, lady. Right, right. Right. And um, I remember it raining and the water, the rain pelting on my car as I'm driving home and I'm crying. Mm -hmm. And I only have two blocks to go. Mm -hmm. And I call my husband. And we both worked in finance at the time. And I said, Ed, I've got cancer. Yeah. And he was like, what? And I said, I just came from the doctor and she told me I have cancer. And he was like, I'm coming home. Now, I li we lived in New Jersey and we both worked in New York. So it's like a two hour commute. Mm -hmm. So the longest two hours. And mm -hmm. I gotta tell you that when he came home, I don't even remember what happened, but what I do remember is that evening us holding each other and just crying mm -hmm. because we had no idea what it meant. Yeah. But we did know that it changed, it was gonna change everything. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. Yeah. Can't imagine, you know, uh, hearing those. Um, I'm sorry, those... Still, it's still, I still no, remember I... it because it was, yeah. it's such a powerful moment, you just never forget it. Yeah, yeah, and I can imagine hearing those words. And, you know, it's, um, <clears throat> we're always, you know, on the, you know, you never know when these things will pop up in your life, uh, whatever kind of, of uh, health issues, you know, that you might be uh, unknowingly and just surprised with. And, um, and it, it, and it, it's like, now what? And if you could kind of like share that now what type of 
you know, uh, journey next because you've got the you've, you've got the diagnosis. You know, you had to deal with the 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 heartless you know nurse. You know uh, that you know that that you know you had to deal with, but now you know, and so now what? What's what's how does life? Yeah, how does life look for you and your husband, your family? And because you said earlier, it's 13 years of chemo. Yeah. You know, yeah. so take us through that. And what does that look like uh, for you and your family at this point in time? You know, the first thing, I don't know if it's because I'm a type A person, but the first thing I thought of is I just registered and paid $15,000 to go back to college. So here I was, right? I was going to start um, uh, my college, restart my college studies again that January. And here it is November and it's November 14th. So it's mm -hmm. a few days from Thanksgiving and the holidays, mm -hmm. which made it even tougher. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my husband and I had to, you know, we had a three-year-old and a six-year-old. And so... We're, you know, here's what it looks like. It We're doing a lot of whispering because we don't want the children to hear. Mm. The children are noticing that we're not laughing as much, right? There's not laughter in the in the home um, and, 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 and joyful conversations. It's kind of quiet. And, and so I decide that I'm still going to do a year of college mm -hmm. because it was mm -hmm. how I used to cope. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah. just go, keep going. Keep going. It's how mm -hmm. I used to cope. And I say used to, because I'm not that way anymore. But yeah. so I didn't tell my, my siblings or my mother until January, because I had to get, we had to get a grip on it. Like, what does mm -hmm. this mean? And I mean, you're yeah. never really ready for what does it mean and so i had to i knew that i was going to have to console my family i was going to have to take care of them i was going to mm -hmm. have to give them hugs to tell them i was okay how was mm -hmm. i going to say that when i had no idea how i was going to be yeah yeah so yeah. you know that monday i go for the bone marrow biopsy and by the way I, they gave me no medication so here's this long needle about <laughs> 12 inches at least that's what my my ex-husband says it was like 12 inches because he saw the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, I meditated through the whole thing. And basically they put that 12 inch needle in my bone, in my hip bone, mm -hmm. so that they can get a benchmark of how much cancer was in my body. And I was lucky that I was, it, so I have, I had chronic myeloid leukemia. There's no stage one, two, three. There's mm. ABC. So there's acute, there's blastic, and there's chronic. Mm. I was lucky enough to be chronic, which is the equivalent of a stage zero, stage one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Chronic it's, to me sounds extreme. Chronic to me. Oh sounds yeah, chronic like, sounds really yeah, but yeah, yeah. And so we, he and I made a deal that we're not going to talk about it with anyone until I was ready. Mm -hmm. And I was going to continue my studies because now I wasn't going to look for a job, right? Now I was like, you know what? I just want to focus on something. And it was, it, in hindsight, it was probably good that I did 
have something to focus on. But then I see where it hurt. It hurt me in my recovery. And so, you know, I am now putting all my energy into my studies while taking chemotherapy, while feeling sick, while reading up about um, the new diagnosis, while trying to determine what my life is going to look like, while you know, just, mm -hmm. I, I was, I was learning. I was, lear I was learning everywhere. I was learning how to be yeah, a, yeah. a cancer person and learning yeah. how to, um, you know, finish getting my a degree. And, um, I told my family after the holidays and my mother said, you bitch, <laughs> you, you tell me now, like now, yeah. And I was like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to wrap myself around it. Yeah, and I need yeah. for you to understand that this is not about yeah. you. It's about me. And I know mm -hmm. it's hurting you because I'm your daughter and you love me, but I need for you to understand that I needed to wrap myself around this. Mm -hmm. And I had to, believe it or not, I was the one actually consoling them again. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I had a sister who didn't call me for three weeks because she didn't know what to say, because this, this is what happens, you know, you know, there's no protocol for, for this diagnosis, for these, for this news. And it hits mm -hmm. hard because, and it mm -hmm. brings up all your trauma, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. it brought up her trauma. It brought up her abandonment issues. It brought up a whole bunch of stuff. So a year later is when I finally said, I need, I need a therapist. I need mm -hmm. someone to help me mentally get my mind into this because I was, I still wasn't, you know, I still, I still was trying to be that investment banker. Oh, I got this. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'm good. And I never knew how to ask for help because mm. I wasn't brought up to ask for help. Mm -hmm. I mean, my mother, you know, because of all we went through in our childhood and I'm the oldest. So she brought me up like a man. You are mm -hmm. never going, you're going to college. You are never going to depend on a man. That was her, her exact words. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, you're going to be self-reliant, dependent, blah, 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 blah. So I never knew how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And in my family, asking for help was a sign of, of weakness, mm -hmm. which made me vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so I said, this is not how I want to live. Mm -hmm. I need a therapist. Now, there was no such thing as a cancer coach. Right. And so I went from one therapist to another because I, I you know, once I had, I, I asked for a therapist to help me uncover and wrap myself around the cancer. Once I was good with that, I was like, okay, can we unwrap my childhood now? Because mm. what was holding me back from making a, um, that quick, mindset shift was my childhood trauma and my mm -hmm. limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I went through how many years? Um, 10 years of therapy. Now mm -hmm. I had already done five years of therapy prior to the cancer because I have five miscarriages. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't have a healthy pregnancy. So my, I had a child at 40 and I had a mm -hmm. child at 42. Hmm. prior to getting this cancer diagnosis, which is why you see why I was a warrior. I was always a warrior because I was always like, what, what do I have to do? 
That's what I mm -hmm. used to ask. What do I have to do? Whatever news came to me, that was what do I, what do I have to do? Yeah. Now I go, hmm, what do I feel? Mm. The difference in the way I, I, I respond 15 years ago than the way I do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but, you know, you, you're making me think about something because and it's, it's not that you are thanking the cancer, you know, thing that, that happened upon your life, but it's how you, once again, how you respond to it. You are a different person, you know, than you were, mm -hmm. you know, before the cancer uh, diagnosis. Uh, if you had not um, gone under this whole cancer thing, if you had not experienced this, who would you be now? Would you be, would you be that spiritual person? Would you be, who would you be? You know, it's hard to say because it is what it is. And I got the diagnosis yeah. and it's yeah. changed my whole life. I don't think I would have been as happy as I am now. Wow. genuinely happy in my heart i don't That's think it would have been as I, I wouldn't have been self-aware i wouldn't have the empathy that i have now mm. i wouldn't have the love that i have for myself and others and my god universe mm -hmm. i wouldn't have had that because i didn't have that right i mean i was brought up with no religion you know mm -hmm. my mother because of the hardships she went through, she was an agnostic. Mm -hmm. So there was no religion in my house growing up. Mm -hmm. And so we were kind of like Catholic, mm -hmm. right? Because I was baptized and my grandparents were Catholics. And, oh, you, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but at 11 years old, I took myself to church and did my communion. Mm. Because I knew at that time that I needed something that was higher than myself. I just mm. didn't know how to verbalize it. 11 years old. 11 years old. <laughs> and so when, when the church told my mother, right? Because, you know, you do, you, you, I forgot what, what it's called, but you start in September and you go all the way through April, May. And then I got a note saying that I wasn't going to do my communion. And... You know, my mother was not happy that I had already enrolled myself without her permission. <laughs> I faked her signature. You know, oh, wow. I'm resourceful. That's what kids from the South Bronx do. <laughs> yeah. They're resourceful. And, and when she found out that they weren't going to allow me to do my communion because she's, they've never met my parent, my mother went over there, Mama Bear, and she was like, you are not telling this child that she is not getting her communion. Do you know what this child did to get here against, <laughs> against you know, my beliefs? Mm -hmm. My daughter will get do her communion. And I'm just wow. using these words, but because I can imagine the words my mother used. Yeah. I did my communion at 11 years old. They wow. allowed, yeah. Yeah. I think I, at that time I knew I needed, that there was something higher than me that I needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You knew that once again, like you said, there was something higher, and uh, uh, but at the same time too, you were aware, even at you know eleven years old, 
that, like you said, there was something higher. Now, um, you have, but I just find it so amazing. The person, like you say, I'm happier. You know, I'm more aware. I'm more empathetic. You know, um, all those things. Like I said, that in itself, you know, because we have the option, so many choices to go the other route, mm -hmm. to be angry, to be desperate, to just to just to want to throw it all away. But you turned it around. And now yeah. let's talk a little bit about you and what you're doing, because I really want to know and I want our audience to know um, what you're doing to help and serve the cancer community and beyond, because being in the, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer that, you know, as much as it can be, and uh, food can be, you know, thy medicine. Um, and if you allow it, if you build that relationship, like you said earlier, uh, with food, then it can serve you in a in a, in, in the most amazing way. Yes. So let's let's share a little bit about you know that part of who you are uh, with our audience because I want to know how you're serving people and uh, your strategies and uh, <laughs> what you got going on in your business. Oh, I love to share. So I'll tell you, um, you know, after doing so much work on myself. I, I had to ask myself, how do I want to live? Mm. What am I hungry for? What do I need that I don't have? And how do I get it? Mm -hmm. And for two years, I had that on my calendar. As a matter of fact, I had it on my iPhone. And every day it would come up. And those questions would come up. And I was saying, okay, because I knew that I was meant for something. But I didn't know what. Mm -hmm. And... February of 2020, right before the pandemic, my sister calls me and she says, can you do me a favor? This woman's 27-year-old daughter just got diagnosed with stage four negative breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Can you please talk to her? Because she's, she's not good. And she wants to help her daughter and she doesn't know how. And I said, of course. I get on the phone with her. I had no idea that I've known this woman for 15 years, but didn't know her because mm -hmm. she was friends with my mm -hmm. brother. Mm -hmm. So it was personal, right? Yeah. Got personal. Yeah. Yeah. And so we get on a call and I let her ask me any questions she has, because I know what it feels like to just want to help someone. And you've got so many questions. And she was like, you know, she was really unhappy with the way the news came up was told to her daughter. She was really unhappy with the, with the lack of support that she's received. And then I said, and I don't know how I thought about this, but I said, here are the seven things that I encourage you to do. One, take a deep breath. Two, a second opinion. Get a second right. opinion. Three, elevate your nutrition. Four, Elevate your spiritual sense. Believe in something that's higher than yourself. It doesn't matter who, what, just uh, 
upgrade your your physical movement mm -hmm. and get support. Mm. And when she thanked me, it was the first time in a long time that I felt I was able to receive and I received her gratitude. Like, like nothing I've ever received before. Like my heart was like, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. and then my fingers started to tingle. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I mean, this, I'm talking internally, not externally. No one could yeah, see yeah, this was yeah. on the inside. And I was like, oh, and I went, I'm going to be a cancer coach. And I had yeah. no idea what that meant. Like, yeah. even she, she just went, she didn't, I don't think she even acknowledged it because I just threw it out there. Like, I'm going to be She was still coach. on the phone with you? Yeah, she's on the phone with oh. me. And I just looked up <laughs> like a, like God universe is up in the wow. you know, healing. Wow. But I had no idea what that meant. I had no idea what it looked like, what it sounded like, what it felt like. But I knew what I felt. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I knew that this was, I had to pursue this. I knew that this was a calling. Mm. And so I started, I, I got on Google. I love Google for that. And I started looking for a school because, I'm, you know, my heart said, oh, we're going to be a cancer coach. We're going to help so many people. My mind said, cancer coach? You don't know anything about being a cancer coach. Mm -hmm. You know, I've coached as a manager, mm -hmm. but I've never been a cancer coach. Uh, what do you know? You don't have a degree. You don't have a certification. You don't have this. You don't have that. And then my ego said, oh, no, no, no. We like being an investment banking administrative manager. Mm -hmm. We like the money we're making. We like the house we live in. No, no, no. We're not doing that. And it took me a few weeks of mm -hmm. recognizing that I had to do things differently than I've done them, than I've ever done them. Mm -hmm. So for the first, you know, 50 years of my life, I lived according to the mind and the ego. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. once I made this, had this revelation, I was like, no, the heart is the leader. The mind and the ego are going to follow and support. Mm. And that's the way it's going to be for the rest of my life. Awesome. Now, for me to say that, that's one thing, right? But then I had to keep going back. I mean, I had to, I had to figure it out on my own because who was I going to yeah. talk to? I mean, yeah. who was I going to tell that? Hey, I got three parts for myself and I talk to myself. I don't know about <laughs> other people, but I'm odd like that. And yeah. so, you know, every once in a while when my, when I, you know, as I'm doing the research for the school, my, my mind is going, no, 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 we don't have $15,000 to pay for this certification. I mean, it was always this pushback, but I kept going back and going, listen, we're all going to be happy because we're going to help people. This is what we're here for. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. why you took chemotherapy for 13 years. This mm -hmm. is this, this isn't an accident. This is this is a calling. This is our legacy. Of course, mm -hmm. the ego is like, hmm. We like yeah. that legacy. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> and so I had, you know, for three years, I was, I kept going back and forth with my ego and, and my mind, getting them on board. And can mm -hmm. I tell you, they're on board. They're on board. Like, yeah. That's a hard thing to do. Oh, I mean, oh, I get the, yeah. Because I had, to, lifetime. I had to change my core. Yeah. Yeah. The core. So you mean the core, mean the heart. 
Right. Forward. I had to change everything right. from the inside. All my changes came from the inside out. It wasn't mm -hmm. from the outside in, which is why mm -hmm. I love being a nutrition and cancer coach, because again, nutrition is the foundation. Yeah. And for me, nutrition, again, is mental, physical, and spiritual nutrition. So the Got mental you. nutrition is, how do you want to live? Mm -hmm. Right? Because we don't want to live with regret. We want to make sure that when we are no longer on this earth and we're moving to the next world, that we're like, we're ready. We've done everything we wanted to do. We've loved everyone we wanted to do. We've hugged everyone. We've done, we've visited every country we wanted. And then the, the physical part is the nutrition, is the food nutrition, is the physical movement. You know, I've exercised every day of my life. That's another, probably another mm -hmm. reason why I don't look my age. Yeah. And then the spiritual, <laughs> the devotion to self. Yeah. The devotion to to something higher than me that I I, I have to have faith. Like mm -hmm. right now, I, I'm working. Everything I'm doing right now is on faith. I have mm -hmm. I have no model. I don't know a cancer coach. There mm -hmm. is no. I don't know any other cancer coaches. I'm making it up as I go along. I'm the pioneer. Mm -hmm. That's what. That's yes. scary. Yes, you're laying the foundation. But I'm laying I, I can't, the foundation. Yeah, I can't. I can't. You know. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you today, because uh, I was like, people need to hear about you and that you exist. Yeah. Be and and because like you were talking, that your 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 nutrition coming in the sense of spiritual nutrition, your food nutrition, all these things, and and just being beyond food, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and your apples and oranges and things like that. Uh, but yeah. the spiritual nutrition, all those things matter in your fight for yeah. life. Yeah. You know, all of this, because it's like I said earlier, it's so easy to just to want to throw in a towel. Oh, My yeah. Goodness. And we all face those decisions on some level to a degree, you know, throughout yeah. our lives. If you live past the age of 25 and probably even uh, uh, before, but so give me an idea of okay of of your program because you shared some of your you shared your program and it is extensive in terms of your nutrition and all of these things if you don't mind in a, maybe in a smaller you know uh, uh synopsis here of of what it looks like to um to guide someone uh down this path of creating a better relationship with food that's dealing with cancer, because I'll be honest with you, I know some people um, that are still struggling with diet and they're dealing with cancer. They're still struggling. And how does that, if it impacts those cancer cells within the body? And I think it does. So I created the three pillars of nutrition, the mental, mm -hmm. physical, and the spiritual, right? And it's a modern approach to wellness where the focus mm -hmm. is the whole being and mm -hmm. understanding that there are various factors at play that come to living a healthy life. And by mm -hmm. focusing on these three pillars, science, psychology, spirituality, we get to dig deeper and find the true cause of illness, which is where mm -hmm. the true health and wellness be can begin. So, you know, you can't not change your diet until you figure out 
why are you eating those chips? Because there's mm -hmm. a deeper, there's a deeper meaning. Yeah, yeah. So I can, I, I, and for me, so it's all about asking questions. Gotcha, gotcha. I, as a, I'm not a therapist. So a therapist is someone that you go to for mental illness. A coach is someone that helps you meet your mental fitness goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am not a doctor. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't um, give diagnosis. I don't tell my clients what they should work on. Mm -hmm. My clients come to me. They complete a, a questionnaire. We dissect the questionnaire. I ask them the three things that they want to work on. And that's where we begin. Mm -hmm. The mm. client dictates where we go because it's mm. not my success. It's their success. Right. I right. need to meet them where they're at. I don't know where they're at. So mm -hmm. I will never, ever tell somebody, this is what you should work on. So yeah. after they complete a questionnaire, they say, okay, Sarita, these are the three things I want to work on. I'm going to give you some examples. I want to up-level my nutrition, mm -hmm. right? Um, um, I notice that I give my power away. Mm -hmm. I like to work on that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have, I don't have a relationship with something higher than myself. Or let's put it this way: I don't have a relationship. I don't have a good relationship with myself. Myself, because yeah, no one teaches us that, anything yeah. about self love, right? We're all <laughs> yeah. brought up to take care of others. Yeah, but no yeah. one, you know, putting yourself first. Yeah, right. Even with a family, even with at your job. So these some of the things that people want to want to work on so mm -hmm. for instance so all i do is ask questions mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. um i because the primary role of a coach is to support and guide we have a questioning technique we uh do listening and we have accountability mm -hmm. and so the questions go like well, okay. So last week you said that you wanted to up-level your nutrition and that you were going to eat more plant-based food. Uh, but I, but you telling me here that you have some potato chips. Okay. Tell me about the potato chips. Mm -hmm. What made you have the potato chips? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? What was the void? Did, mm. you, did you have a void? Because when we're eating something, it's usually because we're missing something else in our life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so the person mm -hmm. can say, you know what? Um, oh, I was frustrated. I had such a rough day. I, 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 just, I just needed the chips to make me feel better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what did the potato chips do for you? Oh, it made me feel better. And how did it make you feel better? And there's going to be questions that the person sometimes cannot answer. And they have to yeah. now come back to the, sometimes uh, yeah. people say, hmm, I got to get back to you on that. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. they come back and say, you know what? I, I wanted to celebrate something and I had no one to celebrate it with. Wow. Yeah. Or I wanted to celebrate something and I didn't want to share it with anyone. Mm -hmm. And this is how I celebrate. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. this is a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those two things right there say a lot. Right. Because right. you're she's eating chips to 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 celebrate, but she A, she didn't want to share. Right? Mm -hmm. One person didn't want to mm -hmm. share with others. Why? Why didn't you want to share it with the people that you love the most? But what does that relationship look like? Right. Right. So there's you know, I could keep asking questions yeah. and then we keep Just uncovering big and big and big. more, yeah. more, yeah. And more. So everyone's journey is different. True. And it may seem so simple. Oh my God. Let me tell you, and this one, this is in with, with nutrition, but I just spoke to someone the other day. Mm -hmm. She said to me, um, I want to be more focused on my goals. Like that was mm -hmm. one of the three things she wanted to work on. Um, I said, okay, so tell me how you're meeting your goals. So she said, well, I'm using my calendar. I'm using the iPhone and I'm using something else. I said, okay. Um, is that working for you? Yes, it's working for me. And I'm going to mm -hmm. make it brief because I know we don't have a lot of time. And then oh, I said, well, what have you tried that hasn't worked? And she went, hmm. You know, this has been working for me very well. Mm -hmm. And I said, so are you meeting? Uh, it seems to me like you're meeting your goals. Because I, cause I was like, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i kind of rushing it. So yeah. at the end, I was like, hmm, I don't know. It looks like you've meet, you're meeting your goals. Would you? Am, am, am I correct? And she went, hmm, I am meeting my goals. Mm-hmm. And I said, so what I'm hearing from you is you don't need help focusing on your goals. What are you really here for? Right. And she it took her a minute or two and it was silent for two minutes. Yeah. It is on Zoom because she lives in another part of the world. Yeah. And she said, I think I just need accountability. Mm. Because mm -hmm. I, she goes, thank you. I am meeting my goals. I didn't realize that. She goes, I was hard on myself. I said, because I told yeah. her, I want you to give yourself a little grace. Give yourself some mm -hmm. love here. You're doing a lot. You've got a yeah. family. You've got a job. You've got these goals. And you're, yeah. you're kicking ass. Yeah. I said, and she was like, I didn't even realize it. I am a badass. Mm. <laughs> so then she recognized that what she needed was accountability. So then we used the smart goals to say, okay, so... You want accountability? Well, how do you want accountability? When do you want accountability? Um, in what form? And so we talked about using um, using a, a text app, uh, <laughs> her receiving um, uh, a quick message from me uh, on certain days, mm, like, hey, yeah. how's it going? Or I can send her something inspirational that would kind of like... Um, help her recognize like, oh, let me think about X, Y, Z. Yeah. And um, it was, it was, it was so, it was That's, so beautiful. Yeah. What an awesome story. What an awesome story. And all I, you know, once again, I, I am just so impressed with, you know, what you have done, who you've been, but now I'm lo really looking forward to, you know, your growth um, in the, the days coming. Uh, there's a lot of work to do. Yeah. You know, to, 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 you know, to 
how can I say, to help people understand how powerful they are. Um, Thank you, because you're allowing me to do that. So now you're part of, you know, I, I, I do a lot of podcasts. And one of the reasons I do this is because I want, you know, I, I write stories and posts, but when people see me and they hear me, mm -hmm. and they see how I'm passionate about helping others because I know what it was because I didn't have a cancer coach. Right. Right. That's why I did this. I didn't have a cancer coach. I had to learn all by myself how to work with different people and understanding what I needed. And I'm like, I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I never, I don't want to hear of anyone else going through any chronic illness. Yeah. Yeah. And learning that they're alone, that they don't have, you know, that they're not getting the emotional support from family and friends because Listen, not everybody knows how to support a cancer su survivor either. Yeah, yeah. Because who's brought up learning those tools? And some people don't have those tools. And you can't give what you've never received. Mm -hmm. because, you know, and which, again, mm -hmm. goes back in deep. My mother couldn't give me what I needed because she had never received empathy, love, support caring all that the way I needed it because she's never received it herself. Mm -hmm. Not to say that mm -hmm. she had bad parents, but yeah. she was born in the 40s. And yeah. life yeah. was different back then. And again, she was born in poverty. So generation, generation, generation. It's, yeah. And so you can't give what you've never seen, heard, felt, and been mirrored. You just can't. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I knew that I had to, for me, I knew I had to work within myself because that was my goal. That was what I wanted. Remember, mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a goal-oriented person, right? I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. how do I want to live my life? So when I leave this space and I go to the next space, I want there to be a celebration. There will be no crying. I will not have any tears about what I'm missing because I'm not missing anything. I've already done everything that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I've already, you know spend time with the people that I love. Like I have a whole new set of friends than I used to have because I have different values now. And so mm -hmm. I need to, I want to be aligned with those people. Yeah. Because yeah. they make yeah. my life, you know, Nipsey Hussle says, if you look around and you're not inspired, you don't have a, you don't have a, a, a circle. You have a cage. Mm. I felt mm -hmm. like I was in, Looking back, in hindsight, mm -hmm. I felt like I was in a cage, but I was yeah. in my own little cage because you yeah. don't know what you don't know. Yeah, I was happy. Yeah. You know, I was making a lot of money. I had this big house, two cars. My kids went to private school. You know, I was working 10 hour days. It wasn't perfect, but I thought I was happy because I was no longer that kid in the South Bronx. But I still had all that angst and um, from as though I was still in the South Bronx. Mm -hmm, it was just mm -hmm. hiding it very well. Very, yeah. very well. You were living the American dream, you know. Um, but I'll go back to what you said earlier. And that really that really took me by surprise. And I, I won't say surprise. I was just like, I was, I was pleasantly, let me say pleasantly surprised that I'm happier, you know, I'm more empathetic. Because that is. That's that's where we that's what we're striving. That's what we should be striving anyway. 
Um, yes, we can have the cars, we can have the beautiful home, uh, all of those things. But at the end of the day, when you lay your head down and you ask that question, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? Am I joyful? Yeah. And if you come up with anything less than, you know, whatever, you've got some work to do. Yes. You've got some work to do. You've put in the work, you know. I'm still and doing I, the work, you know. Yeah. God, I'm going to be doing the work. I don't think the work ever stops. It, it never you know? stops. You know, yeah. there's self-awareness never here. stops. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, as long as we're here, we're going to, but you have to be open forward. You have to be open to it because yeah. if we, we can, we can ignore it. You know, I don't know if we'll come back to it at, at, at another lifetime or whatever, yeah. but, um, but you are at least aware enough to work, to know that there's work to be done and you're working on it. And me too. That's, you know, I have to like turn myself around constantly and say okay you know who am i that's the question i'm always asking myself who am i, and it's I not, stand for you know, yeah you know exactly you know it's not just i'm coming up with a name todd you know because that's not who i am you know right. i have to dig a little deeper and i appreciate you uh your strategies for working with your clients and uh to 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 to, to dig deeper because you got to get to the source. You got to get yeah, to because, the source. Look, as a coach, um, you don't want to work with me forever, right? Yeah. yeah so you yeah. work with me for three months, six months. That's it. As yeah. you know, I mean, some people want to work with me longer. That's fine. But um, especially when it comes to cancer, cancer takes a little longer. There's a lot more to unravel. And look, mm -hmm. I know people, I, I've suggested to certain clients that I think you need a therapist because as I'm unraveling mm -hmm. things, I see mm -hmm. that there's there's so much from the in the childhood that I couldn't possibly I'm I'm not yeah exactly right I'm a certified nutrition person I'm a certified cancer coach but I'm not a therapist right so and I've had to say to, here yeah I've had same to say to someone listen you just the things you just told me blew me away it's mm -hmm. going to it's it, it, uh, you. I, I encourage you to hire a therapist. If you want to continue working with me, that's great. We can work in, in tangent. Um, but I but you need the therapist first. You need, there's more to uncover. Um, um, because it all starts with us on the inside. And sometimes we don't know what we've been keeping down and not thinking about. It's those, you know, it's like that ball in the pool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, my mother told me when we were younger, she said, she said, oh, don't think about him. My father, don't think about mm -hmm. him. You don't need him. Um, people who, who, who don't need you, you don't need them. So stop mm -hmm. thinking about it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, it was always there. It was just hidden. And it was actually not always hidden because it actually came out in every relationship that I had. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. In a business relationship, love relationship, sibling relationship, friendship relationship, because it's always there. It's that ball in the pool that the moment you take your hand out of the pool, it comes up, it smacks you, it wets you mm -hmm. because you're getting triggered. Mm -hmm. And so I recognize that that wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. through therapy that that helped me. And I was I said to myself, wow. How do I want to show up? See, it's all, it's, it, was all, it all came back to me. I kept, and look, 
it was all about how I wanted to show up, what kind of person that I want to be. I wanted to be a different person on the mm -hmm. inside. People mm -hmm. may not see it. Like some people do. My, my kids notice a difference. Uh, my ex-husband notices a difference. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and some friends notice a difference. But, you know, some others, they just feel like, oh, who does she think she is? She thinks she's better than mm -hmm. us? No, yeah. I'm not judging anyone. I'm just doing mm -hmm. what's best for me. Right. What's right. best for me. And if you're not right. going to support me, I can't spend time with you. Yeah. So yeah. it's unfortunate, but there's a lot of people that I used to be close with that I cannot be with anymore because those people are hindering my success. They're not yeah. rooting for me. They're not supporting me. I need yeah. to be just like I, uh, the people that I surround myself with people that I can support and root for. I want the same thing for myself because you know what? I'm worth it. Yeah. I didn't know that before. Wow. I didn't wow. know that I was worth it. So I made bad decisions. I, I married, I wouldn't say I married the wrong person, but I should have never married that person. Um, I, I, I shouldn't have taken that job. You know, there was, you know, there's always these little things that in hindsight, I know now, but those things happen for me, not to me. And so I had to change the way my language, the way I speak about myself. Now I speak to myself and um, I'm my own best friend. I parent myself the way I parent my children. Wow. And, you know, I still don't get it all right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I am my biggest supporter. Have I have wow. great people surrounding me, but I root for me. Mm -hmm. I never knew how to do that before. Wow. I did That's not amazing. think I was worth it. And so when my mother told me, who do you think you are? When I told her I was getting a divorce, she said, who do you think you are? No one's happy in a 24-year marriage. Just have an affair. Okay. I said, yeah. you know what? This isn't about sex. Mm -hmm. This is about me and what mm -hmm. I want as a human being and what I deserve. I mm -hmm. deserve being with a man who loves me, who I want to be in a delicious, fun, loving, caring, empathetic relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not in that anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to do what is best for me. And if you cannot support me, I need you to step aside. Right. Isn't that interesting? Because I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And because I did that, I actually ended up writing a chapter in a book for single parents. <laughs> you see? And, and look, I just yeah. finished writing. Matter of fact, today I'm editing a chapter in a book on my cancer journey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so so what book is that? Is So I am writing um a chapter in what is it called? Um Cancer Perspectives. And I'll make sure okay. to give you information um Let's when see. it comes out cuz it's coming out in February, I think. Um, I'm doing the final yeah. edits tonight, actually. <laughs> I have to take off my makeup and put my hair in a bun. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, and so this is this is this is volume two. So this gentleman, um, he's awesome. His name is Tim Son. He he's I, him he I, he he's my brother. Mm -hmm. He and I had the same cancer. We got diagnosed in the same year. 
his cancer came back this, in 2023. That's the only mm -hmm. difference. I'm still mm -hmm. in remission. But he is a producer. Um, he produces cancer perspective shows because mm -hmm. he wants to give um, cancer survivors and cancer advocates and cancer caregivers a voice and hope. And so this is volume two, and it has about 10 chapters, all from different authors on their own perspectives on cancer. Now, mm -hmm. mine is unique because not only am I a cancer survivor, but I'm a cancer coach. <laughs> and I'm actually getting my certification in the next few weeks. Well, I'll tell you, now this is this is what I always tell people is, is that we all have a book inside of us. We uh, do. Every yes. one of us. Because yes, every yes. there's all it takes is one, you just want one person to find hope in your story. That's what yes. you one person. Yes. yes. And uh, so I'm looking forward to your book coming out. Uh, because I, you know, I'm pretty sure we just kind of like touched some of the surface of your mm -hmm. life's journey. And uh, like I said, I'm listening to you today and I'm hearing even more. So like I said, I'm looking forward to one day when you write your book and you'll leave your legacy here. And, and you I know, look showing, forward to that day. Yes. Showing people, as I always tell my wife, you know, that they have options, you know, in life. And uh, as we all, a lot of us don't think that we have options. So we have to do this, you know, live this life in one direction. And uh, so I would love to hear, you know, what you have going on today in terms of your business. What promotions are you doing? What, what do you have going on? Uh, and uh, you can share that with you. With them oh, audience. I'd love to. Yes, please so, do. you know, here we are, right? It's January. My kids are about to go back to college. And mm -hmm. so... I'm ready to do my own nutrition cleanse. Mm, and I do mm. a transformational nutrition cleanse. And I've been doing cleanses for years. But mm -hmm. this, the one I've been doing for the last three years, which is from my school, mm -hmm. um, is phenomenal because it embodies the mental, the physical, and the spiritual, mm. which is why I went to the school. Because mm -hmm. and it was hard to find the school because... There is not, you know, I want, I, I know what I was doing for myself. I wanted a school that reflected that. Mm -hmm. and so it's called a transformational nutri uh, nutrition cleanse. It's a 21 day. Mm -hmm. It has um, a program guide. It has cleansing uh, recipes. It has a, even a 21 done for you meal plan. Mm -hmm. um, and it's mind, body, and soul. So mm -hmm. you're taking probiotics right? Mm -hmm. You are meditating. You're spending time being instead of doing all the time. You're mm -hmm. doing a 10 minute yoga. So it's a different cleanse because a, it's, it's a cleansing. It's more, for me, it's like a cleansing of my soul. Yeah, now I eat yeah, clean, yeah. I eat clean yeah. um, as a lifestyle. For the last mm -hmm. three years, I've been eating clean. Not 100% because, you know, we live in America and there's yeah. chemicals everywhere. But for the most part, I eat clean. Um, but, you know, the holidays just happen. I eat a lot of butter. I eat a lot of pecan pie. Uh, mm -hmm. Because, you know, you got to have pecan pie. You've got to have birthday cake. You've got to yeah. have a martini every once in a while. And so this cleanse, um, it just gives you a moment to be mm -hmm. and have intentions of how you want to live the rest of your, the rest of the year. 
Mm-hmm. For me, I don't do I don't do um resolutions. Um, I do intentions. Mm-hmm. And um, so I really like this um program and I've done it three times and I've given it to all my friends. Um, and what it does, it takes out all these toxins out of your body, the the spiritual toxins out of your the physical toxins, the mental toxins, how you talk to yourself. Um mm-hmm. you know, it does all that for you. And at the end of 21 days, I lose like five pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Is, my skin is better. It's radiant. I'm feeling successful. I'm feeling confident because I just did something that was a bit tough, right? Because, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. making changes, right? In 20, it takes 21 days to, to make to a break a habit. Make, right. And so there's going to be discomfort as you're doing yeah. it. It's not going to be yeah. all comfort, but. The fact that, you you know, after that, you're feeling this self-confidence. Wow, I just did something that was really tough. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back. You you gave yourself so much love. You gave yourself attention. And you gave yourself time to just be instead of being the doer. And I'm a doer. I mean, I mm-hmm. love crossing something off my to-do list. It's an <laughs> aphrodisiac for me. But yeah. I'm yeah. learning to just be. Wow. And so I would love to offer it to your listeners. Um, I think this is a great time to do it. And let me tell you, I I do this twice, two or three times a year. So it doesn't have to be in January, but um, if they, if they want to get in touch with me at Serena at seratamorales.com, email me. I'm happy to send you the whole guide. There's about five different PDFs. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I actually included when I offer my nutrition or cancer coaching packages free, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I give them that free because, you know, the packages include the one-on-one with me. Yeah. Right? Gotcha. Um, but, and so I give them, I give them a cleanse and I give them a diet as well. Right. Um, and they also get other things um, included in there, but I want to give your listeners, um, um, you know, I want to give them a tool. I want to give them a resource to, yes. if they're ready, if they and if they want it, um, to totally fine. To do something different, to do something out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if you don't finish the whole thing, the fact that you even finish a week is a big success. And so, what I want True. people to go away with this is, no matter how you use this, if you use it the way it's intended mind, body, and soul, you are going to get the most awesome results. But even if you use it for less days or you're still going to get something, you're going to get so much out of it. You're going to smile. You're going to radiate. Um, it's going to be the beginning for something else. I know that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, uh, Zarita, for hanging out with us and i want you to kind of like share with us one more time your website where people can find you and also your email address so my website is Mm zaredamorales.com um you can and you can email me for the nutrition plan at sereda at zaredamorales.com okay awesome so everybody please write her information down uh i'm going to be you know putting it up on the thing anyway doing my uh post production part of this whole thing. But once again, um, I'm truly inspired by your story and just inspired by you as an individual um, because you um, 
you give hope, you know. That's what and, I want to give people. Yeah. I and, want and people an to come out with hope. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. In an environment where it's like I said, it's easy to not have hope. Um, and there's more pulling at us to not have hope than than there is for us to oh, yeah. uh yeah. The universe well, I wouldn't say the universe, but if you think no one else, no one is really rooting for you. Yeah. You know, as a society, yeah. we all have to root for ourselves. And only yeah. you know what you need and what you want because your heart yeah. will tell you. Your heart tells yeah. you. When you're not yeah. when your heart is not in alignment, you're not happy. Your heart is not happy. You're not yeah. sleeping well. You're you may be more irritable. It, it, you know, everything it comes back to the heart. All comes, comes back, back to the heart. And we we buy we over we overlook that uh so often in this Western culture. Yeah. Um uh the ego, once again, we 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 are so we're directed and are taught to rely more of what is traditionally been implanted, you know, uh in our minds. Yeah. And that's a lot of, you know, fear and and all those things placed in there. So once again, like I said, I'm inspired by you because you uh give hope. Um and you you are hope in that in that sense of where you were and who you are now. And so you're living it and you're being it. And that's 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 what I appreciate about you. Um and so thank once you. again, I want to say thank you for hanging out. Uh, with us, and I, I oh, know that this is the beginning of uh, of an ongoing conversation between you and I, an ongoing, hopefully, friendship. I love between, that. Yes, you and I, and I'm all about really just, you know, I want to surround myself with people that are just doing awesome and living awesome lives. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and so I, I will definitely, uh, I look forward to uh, reconnecting and connecting with you you know, uh, over and over again. Okay. I love that. Thank you. And, and, and let me yes. just say one more thing that I actually walk alongside my clients. Mm -hmm. I don't know everything. I'm still, I, I, I struggle with my health. I struggle with, um, being good to myself, just like mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. What I love is that I get to walk alongside my client. I'm going through the same things they're going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am no different. I'm just, I just have 15 years more experience. But I'm right. Once you're a, a cancer um, diagnosed, you're always struggling with your health, mental, mm -hmm. physical, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's not going to end. Yeah, yeah. Until you're no longer yeah. in this space. Right. So right. I'm in that unique situation, and now I'm going to, you know, I have a I have a lot of things um, that I'm working on for 2024. I'm collaborating with others. I'm look. I'm so excited about what can happen, um, because the more people that I can reach, the more people that I can let them know that you are worthy. You deserve to live with peace, love, and joy in your heart. Mm -hmm. With or without mm -hmm. chemo. Mm -hmm. That's that's everything for me. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you once again, Zareda, for hanging out, okay? Thank you. Everyone, uh, what a conversation. And every time I speak with her, I'm just like, wow, I'm amazed. And the one thing that, like I said, I, I want you to leave with today, uh, and she spoke about it, uh, is that you are worthy. 
I can't say that enough. Um, and my goodness, just understand that. And and if you if you can begin to start to think that you are worthy, your life turns around um, wherever you are in your life right now. Um, but I, yeah, exactly. You are worthy. And and just say it while you're just, in the shower. Yes, exactly. While you're cooking. Be afraid to to, to say I'm, that as you're getting dressed. Right, I you're getting so many, dressed. Listen, love me. I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to forward um, uh, affirmations with meditations on I am worthy. I listen to yes. them all the time. My children, yes. you know, they already know if you're coming to anywhere in my space, you're going to hear that. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I'd be happy to guide anyone. Yes. As much please. as I can. Yes. Yes. It's all about the work, inner work, people. It's all about the inner work. And just like I said, starting with those three words, I am worthy. Yeah. Uh, so once again, take this information, listen to it, but don't just listen to it. Get in contact with her, take action. Uh, if you if you are dealing with uh, a cancer situation or if you're just dealing with nutrition, you know, or health or what have you, this is why we bring people to uh, living your best life. So we want to reach out to these people out in the trenches that are doing that helping people live their best lives so once again everyone thank you so much for hanging out with us on the show today and i'm looking forward to an awesome 2024 i know i'm worthy okay and i'm worth it yes, and you are. so let's let's march into 2024 with courage you know, <laughs> with courage, and uh, uh, and just and just and just live like yeah. Just let's just live and love a lot, and laugh a lot. I you know, anyone that knows me knows that I love to laugh. So I'm a jokester, and I, that's something that's always going to be in my in my uh, toolbox in my toolkit. Uh, yeah, but... I'm all about laugh. I'm all about laugh. Yes. <laughs> um, and listen, thank you. Um, thank you. I I I I hope that you and I you know, remain working. Maybe we can even work together in 2024. Yes. I just, yes. I just thank you for this platform. I love what you're doing. I love the fact that you're, you're giving people hope as well. Um, mm. and letting people know that there's so many options out there. It doesn't have to look the way it used to look before being healthy, mind, body, and soul is different now come 2024 and beyond. It's totally different than we've ever experienced before. So you mm -hmm. are giving people like me this platform. Thank you for being a healer because you're healing as well. So I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for hanging out with us once again. So listen, like our page, share our page, okay? Because we want this information to get out to the people and yeah. to everyone and let them know what we're doing here. And once again, helping people live their best lives. So everyone, it's Todd Cheek signing off with another episode. We'll catch you on the next time of Living Your Best Life. Y'all take care.